Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Whale Nerds Podcast. This is episode number 62. My name is Slater, and I'm here with Eric, Adam, and Caitlin. Hey, guys. What's up? Hi. <laughs> There's a dog with a bandana behind Adam. It's Luna, and Adam's bro. dog, the big host. He's actually looking at me right now. <laughs> what are you doing, little nugget? Oh, she wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> What's up, I'm you sorry, guys? that was just amusing. <laughs> What's up, everyone? What's I went up, whale man? watching. I've been whale watching. Adam's been whale watching. I, I haven't been whale watching. Oh, yeah, you're in Boatyard. But... I've been whale watching. <sighs> I went whale watching, too. You saw uh, Bald Nose for how long? Hey, you can't steal my whole show. I saw one animal, and you're going to dust it. <laughs> and it was an accident. <laughs> it was an accident. You know what? Now I'm going to tell you the whole story, all right? All right, tell us the story. <laughs> no, I was uh, shooting photos and video for I, I do I've been shooting photos and videos for a yacht broker over this this like last few months. Um, every time he gets a new boat, I usually shoot the photos and video for it. And he got this new um, super cool boat. It's a Grand Banks, and it's really like a really classy oak wood boat. Yeah, it's got like you know really detailed wood and stuff. And I was flying the drone. We were just leaving the mouth of the harbor. I was getting a shot of it leaving the harbor, and. What do you know? A little coastal bottomness. Cruise right up to the bow. Took one look and went away. <laughs> that was it. Saw it again. And I only saw it from the drone, too. I never even saw it from, like, you know, I didn't even get a look at it. Balls. The guy saw me, like, say, he, like, he heard me say, like, oh, there's dolphins. And he's like, do you want to watch them? And I was like, it's all right. Just, we got to focus. Because <laughs> I knew that I would have been, like, chasing bottomless dolphin around in front of the harbor. So. <laughs> And then, what, Adam and I actually did see, we went whale watching in, in Newport together. Oh, yeah. I forgot oh, about yeah, that. Oh, yeah, you guys did. I, I forgot about that. Is that considered whale watching? And neither of us pulled our cameras up. Like, we're biggest <laughs> nope. of turkeys ever. Like, we're too cool for common Because all, all and, the friends are there, yeah. Yeah, and we were, honestly, we really did have a beautiful, like, golden hour gorgeous. sunset, too. Like, flat, calm, blue water. And we didn't even Dude, take a picture. Just comments? Well, yeah, just comments. The best part, there is humpbacks like seven miles away, but uh, a little, it's a little out of range. Um, but the best part, the Can you best imagine? Part, uh, no, I'm serious. I know. I, I remember putting it on the GPS and they were, they were like, we can't go that far. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, oh, no. But the best part about, I don't know, just co- it's essentially like a two and a half hour coastal cruise, right? Um, but the best part about that is just, being able to just chill and like hang out with friends and just enjoy and like enjoy sun enjoy a sunset, enjoy yeah. some dolphins and just you know hang and out. The beer that I had and you chose not to participate in because I was just chilling, bro. I was having a time of my life. It was beautiful. <laughs> I was hanging out with some friends. Good time. Yeah, you were. <laughs> it was a good time. We had a we had Cafe Rio. <laughs> good Mexican food, Slater and I. It was a good time. Uh, anyways, anyways. <laughs> so what's up eric i know something that you don't know actually you do know because you were there i saw you saw killer whales yesterday or two days ago yeah my last few days have been great with animals uh monday i was enjoying one of our first gray whales of the season and wow. yay yeah we're watching it we left and then uh kate and the high spirits uh saw some orca about 10 of them we're like what so we typed it into our our uh, our plotter, and yeah, 13 miles away. So luckily, I was on a fast boat, and we made it over there, and they were pretty cool. I know. I saw you had a bunch of. Uh, you, I saw you had a bunch of looks where the orcas came kind of head on with your camera. So that's yeah, pretty cool. we got lucky. Yeah, it was one of those moments. You know, you see all the boats spread out there. You're like, where should we go? You know, we're just stopped there, and yeah, they came right at us, and we had a few opportunities where they popped up right next to us. In fact, a lot of them. A lot of my shots didn't work because they were so close there in the boat's shadow. shadow. But it's the best it was, feeling, huh? Yeah, yeah. we recognize. When you're, when you're just, they're too close for they're your camera. Close. Yeah, and then I have to and take then, my camera, my lens off infinity, you know, and stuff like that. So, Do you, do you remember back in the day, Eric, when I used to always be like, can someone get my wide-angle lens? <laughs> I'd be like, on the yeah. something. And I'd yeah. be like, somebody like, ah. And then I'd have like somebody JJ with like, JJ yeah. would be handing my like wide-angle lens up to Roop or uh, one of the deckhands or something. Yeah. But yeah, they were that close. It's an amazing pod. And that's why I always tell passengers, you know, just don't look at me in this, you know, freaking huge lens. It's like, when moments like this, it's literally the cell phones that are like the best yeah. tool out there. Yeah. 
but yeah, we've been getting our first few gray whales. Um, we got uh, those orca. You know what, you know what pod um, orca was? Yeah. So as of now, I think they're uh, we recognize fifty B. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Caitlin might know about these guys. It, they don't show up that often. Uh, it's uh, Smiley's pod. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. They made a brief appearance. Somewhere recently, I just forgot where. Monterey. Was it with me or with you? Up towards you? They've been pop- they've been popping up in Monterey a couple times throughout the summer yeah. from other oh. companies I've seen. I don't even recall. But... Would Would Adam consider this a super mega rare pod or not quite? <laughs> yeah. Knows, and how high uh, would his voice go when he realized they were super, <laughs> Dude, super rare? I haven't seen killer whales in a freaking year and a couple months. I would scream. Yeah. They've been popping up a lot around us yeah. obviously like our friends delaney and stuff had them backside of san nick which is yeah. like 70 70 miles offshore but yeah. um they've been there and then freaking island packers oh wait on... so then the ca27s is that who you're talking about i think it was yeah that's that's who delaney had off of san yeah. nick but um, back that on you had yeah I, I, no, I haven't no. gone through. I'm not even. I don't even bother with the IDs anymore. I'm just happy my passengers saw them. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was gonna exactly. say I don't think 50B yeah. has been associating with them, so that yeah. doesn't make sense. So I don't know what's going on, but that's one of the ones we recognize. But we did see, uh, you know, humpbacks are still out here. There's some big ones that were way offshore, and then the youngsters are still playing around in the bay as usual. So we got our winter winter youngsters messing around Your in the winsters? bay. <laughs> Winsters. That's in you. Well, how we call winter here at Monterey Bay. Winter comebacks. Winsters. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then today we stole Adam's uh, blue whales. We had a <laughs> dozen blue whales way offshore. So that was pretty amazing. And they were good ones. They popped up close to the boat. They fruits. And yeah, it's pretty awesome. You should uh, send me some left side dorsal shots. I want to see. Are you sending those? Shot. I was going to ask. Yeah. Are you sending those to Cascadia? Yeah, I'm sending it to John, um, but then I also have like my own like little catalog. I'd love to see if actually if some of our whales are actually popping up there. That'd be cool. Okay, cool. Yeah, there was a few really dark ones too. Kate named them dark blue. I want to call them dark meat, but dark blue sounds better. Dark meat, <laughs> dark vader. Yeah. Turkey, Eric. Yeah. That's oh, cool. good. And speaking of sightings, I'm happy for gray whales because you guys know I'm obsessed with them. So I actually went all the way up north to go look at gray whales. They're my favorite. Are you being sarcastic, Jerk? No, I, it's just like, I love the consistency of a gray whale. Because these guys used totally. to hate me for loving gray whales so much. And I also love how they are very skittish. They don't really like to be by you. They, they, they look like a rock. <laughs> they don't they, they put in the coastline. So uh, <laughs> yeah, so I went all the way up to Oregon to see Pacific Coast feeding group ones. And they're there in Depot Bay. It's so awesome. I like literally pull over. I'm like, there's four right there. Dang. No, yeah. I love yeah, gray Eric whales. called you know, me and you know he was like, thoughts. dude, I'm in Depot Bay and they're right here. And I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Do people swim with them there or what? No. Caitlin, tell people what's what's special about Pacific Coast feeding group gray whales. PCFG. PCF. Um, so the, the Pacific Coast feeding group is i think somewhere between 150 to 200 gray whales up to 250 now i think yeah 250 yeah um that use like vancouver island to the farallon islands so um like southern canada southern bc all the way to central california as a feeding location and they don't seem to make the full migration so they spend their summers in um, more of like a southern range and right now what scientists um, are trying to figure out at Oregon State and also working with some uh, researchers at Cascadia is like are they a distinct genetic group are they possibly a subspecies are they using the same breeding habitat as everyone else there so there's trying to kind of unravel what's going on there um because gray whales as a single stock are delisted from the endangered species list but if the russian stock or the uh, western north pacific stock and this pacific feeding aggregation are indeed genetically distinct from 
the Alaskan group, then that puts some different management questions into play. Um, and where that can become a pretty important consideration is when the Macaw tribe petitions to have the right for a subsistence hunt. The, the Pacific Coast uh, feeding group whales use the habitat that is in the Macaw hunting territory. Ooh. So if they're, if they're a very fragile genetic group, then that's a different set of considerations that uh, management needs to use to inform their decision about the petitions from the Macaw tribe to hunt. Uh, because one whale out of 250 is a lot bigger deal than one whale out of potentially 30,000, you know. Yeah. When so, did that when did that get brought up? Was that that's been for a while then, right? Yeah, they've been they've been trying to petition off and on for quite a while. Um it kind of gained some traction again last year, but I don't really know what happened to it with COVID. Um Uh-huh. I don't know if they like put it on hold or if, like or if I just lost it in the news shuffle because the news cycle has been so crazy or what. Yeah, because I did know McCall has been pushing for years to you know start again, but I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah, if the yeah Pacific Coast Feeding Group is designated something, well, oh then you know what else I saw? I don't know if you Slater and Adam, you guys ever met these guys when you go up north, but um, I saw a sounder. I know that they're usually January or February. But um, I went to Oak Harbor on Whidbey Island. And it's one of the ones that eat the ghost shrimp and those mud flats over there. Whidbey yeah. Island? Yeah. San Juan Islands? Whidbey Island? Yeah. Yeah, so- just the south of San Juan. But yeah, it was crazy. That was just oh, what whale. Now? What? A sounder. It's another gray whale that decides to... It's not a Pacific Coast feeding group whale, but it's. Uh, it seems like it's, you know, typical Bering Sea, Chuck Sea gray whale but they stop over there in the sound to eat ghost shrimp usually around january February. yeah that's like um i remember we we had one when i was working up in washington we had one that was um in this little bay and it was there like the entire summer Um, oh crazy never really went to it but it was there you know it was always right there that's just where i worked in orcas island was a little bit inconvenient to get there um but that's see that's the beautiful thing about our field is that like i think i'm pretty knowledgeable in these animals but you learn something new every day like you said sounder and i was like what the heck is this guy talking about you know yeah so thinking at whales that's it's pretty incredible that you can just there's always something to learn i think yeah, that's pretty but cool. langley whale center man those guys got it together there any sighting like a lot of people were email or report to him and built to And like, I was there when the call came, I was like, okay guys, see, I'm going to go over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They have a pretty neat system over there. So yeah, all the San Juan folks are San Juan. See the people in the sound. They're great. They're really willing to share sightings, you know, they really are. Yeah. It's, that's the beautiful thing about that place is that it's, it really does feel like a community, you know, everybody's there for, their betterment, the betterment of, yeah. you know, whale watching of the betterment of the whales and just research yeah. and conservation and everything, you know, I mean, obviously you have people here and there that might be in it for the money or like whatever yeah. else, but for the most part, you know, people are there because they yeah. love to be there. Exactly. Like yeah. that evening before I was about to leave, like two people messaged me in the evening. They're like, Hey, we're hearing J pod, you know, on, on the hydrophone right now. So be ready tomorrow morning to make a run. And next thing you know, they're over, uh, uh, they were just a little uh, south of Seattle. It's pretty crazy. Actually, across Elliott Bay from Seattle is pretty cool. So, uh, gnarly people just are so like I don't know. Everyone like just they just knew they're like, oh yeah, look here, here. It's like how do you know? But they were there. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, especially with like any if it's residents or anything like people like J Pod people like always try to keep track of those whales. Yeah. Just. You know, I, th- I think they're impactful whales. You know, everybody wants to see them. Everybody wants to see J-Pod and see the residents because for the most part, that's what a lot of people worldwide know. And it's it's important to get people to see those whales, whether it be from the beach or a whale watch company or whatever, you know. Yeah. I had a very similar uh, trip up, a similar thing like that. Actually, Gary, um, Gary J 27 is his Instagram. He texted me the night before and he said, J-Pod is going to be in front of Lime Kiln tomorrow, but they were 100 miles away from us. <laughs> yeah, how does he and know? And the next nope morning, there. they were in front of Lime Kiln. And it yeah. was like, what? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he, I swear they were literally a hundred miles yeah. away, and he knew he. Was, or, or, I don't know if it's a hundred. It was. No, yeah. I remember. I remember that. I'm pretty I sure it was they, were like, they were out in the Strait of Juan de Fuca, and they heard him on the hydrofoot or something. But I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it happened. Isn't that, isn't that crazy? Oh, and we had like the whole. Um, West, what is it like? It was all three of all three pods came in, and the they had like the trailers and the uh, what is it headers and the trailers. What do they call that, Adam? You work there again. It's like learning something new every day. Yeah, so like basically, like the, there's like the first group that comes in, and then they're like they're leading it, and then they have the people that trail behind, and it's just literally a like a a parade of orcas going by for like hours until they all get into like the area. I know well, they have the greeting party, but that's hot. something completely different, right? I'm not a big resident nerd like some of you guys. Yeah, me neither. I mean, I am a nerd, but I'm I don't know all the terms. Not a resident nerd. Well, they do that. They do that West Side Shuffle on the West Side of San Juan. That's a pretty big feeding ground where they just go up and down that that island there. Um, oh, it was but... so weird that day. It was really like a movie. Like, <laughs> like so there was uh, there was a lot of boats. But we were all spread out, like, honestly, miles from each other. And, like, we just were stopped. And, like, eventually they would go by you. Like, and like they were going by everyone, you know? Was it like the opening of Free Willy? <laughs> <laughs> Did you just post something about that, Eric? You were Yeah, I, I went to the place where they actually shot that scene where, you know, they take the trailer and they release Willy down that boat ramp. And then he jumps over the wall. You can't <laughs> step on the wall because it's all fenced off. And I didn't want to get arrested. But, um, yeah, you can actually <laughs> You can go to that marina, and Oregon's really big about pushing the uh, locations of where movies are shot there. So they got an actual little sign there, and they're telling you, this is the marina, and this is the wall. So I, I just went there and stood next to it and cried. I'm just kidding. I didn't cry. Yeah. But... You put a picture on your Instagram story. How many people knew where it was? Uh, I don't know. It's it's like, I actually tagged the location. It's this little marina right on the right there on the edge of the Columbia River. Yeah, you, you look across, it's Washington, and you're, you're standing in Oregon. So. Yeah. No, I yeah. mean, like, how many people knew what this, like, what it was oh. from, like, understood the reference? Oh, that one day? Um, yeah. I think, like, two people, like, actually kind of. Me and like, one other person? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The nerds? Yeah. But that movie, I don't know. It, it's. I think it's one of those movies. I mean, like every other whale person you talk to, it's like it's because of that movie. What's that? You're gonna go whale watching in that thing? <laughs> a little boat. <laughs> hey guys, guys, can I can I admit something? What? What? I've never seen Free, Free Willy. Uh, All right, guys. So Makes sense. You're only like 19. Whale nerd. <laughs> just, I'm kidding. We're talking. going back down to three people. Well, actually, this yeah, is kind of Adam embarrassing. has been hired and fired. Fired. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I never Slater seen it until did. I watched yeah. it with Eric and Caitlin. Exactly. Slater hadn't seen it either. No, okay. I, I saw it with them, you dummy. I know, but you hadn't seen it up to that point. No, uh, yeah. I, I I saw it as a kid, but I didn't I didn't recollect anything. And, and I, don't forget how much uh, older I am than all of you and when it came out. So, so I, I was so you I saw like a poster? I watched it in high school, yeah. So Yeah, I'm twelve, so <laughs> I saw Keiko in person, so there's that. That is cool. Oh, that's right. You're an Oracle. At the Oregon Coast Aquarium. Oh. So you're That's just immediately awesome. cooler than all of us. Yep. She's like, I touched his flipper. Slater, I, I think you him, were. But I saw him. Slater was with me this one day. Me and Slater were on our boat, and uh, one of the captains, I won't say his name, but, you know, tough guy all tattooed out, right? His mom just happened to be mm-hmm. on the boat. And we're, and, you know, and she just happened to start talking like, oh, yeah, when he was little, you know. <laughs> He's so much free really over and over. And he's like, Mom! <laughs> he's like, I have tattoos on my neck. What do you mean? She was guy, awesome. Right? That was hilarious. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, you know who I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah of course, dude. Yeah. Everyone does. But it was you so hear funny. him across the bay when uh, we find whales. Preacher! He was, he was preacher! so embarrassed. It's like a breach. It literally a humpback and breach. I'm not kidding, Adam. <laughs> 15 miles away, like you, would see, miles you would see a splash. And he'd be like, <laughs> at the top of It would, like, lung. scare you. Like, yeah, you I'm not a jump person, I would hop, I would, like, drop things. I'm good. You gotta think, there's I tourists on the that. boat that, that, you know, speak little English, and they're like, whoa, like, what's going on? Especially the big tattooed guy. Exactly, you know? Yeah. Like, we're going uh, that's, awesome. that's it. That's so awesome. That's cool, dude. <laughs> 
<laughs> so since we're on the topic of the Pacific Northwest, um, <laughs> I wanted to just kind of like close the loop of our list of things we wanted to talk about. Um, so if you listen to Minisode number six, you learned a little bit about Adam and we totally blew by the fact that he worked in the San Juan Islands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just realized that when he brought it up to, I was like, "Oh, that's right, oh, yeah. he was there." We have talked about that in previous episodes when Adam has been a guest, um, but I don't know if you wanted to just share a little bit more about that experience, Adam. Since you <laughs> yeah, have a minute, for sure. Um, yeah, so I worked there for just one summer. I was supposed to go back this summer, but obviously COVID had different ideas. Um, I was supposed to work, go back and work for Mize Legacy, which would be a new company for me. Um, but when I went there the first year, that was the summer of 2019, um, I worked for a company called Outer Island Excursion. And uh, that was on Orcas Island. And um, it was totally an, an amazing experience. Um, I lived in a little shack for four months. Yes, with, uh, shacks. We know. With, uh, no bathroom. <laughs> enough electricity to like charge my computer and stuff but so that was kind of an eye-opening experience of just like consuming less you know driving a minute to work or walking or biking to work um so just in the sustainability aspect of living on an island in the middle of nowhere in a tiny shack that was pretty cool <laughs> um and then to get to whale watch pretty much every day um and see killer whales pretty much every day and humpbacks and minky whales and harbor seals and bald eagles and uh minks and a whole bunch of incredible things was um was definitely uh, an eye-opening experience it's something that like really like i was pretty solidified that i wanted to work in this field before then but that really just kind of set it in stone um so that was pretty awesome I, there's a few encounters that really kind of changed honestly my life um and one of them was with um jpod and it was the, i remember the summer of 2019 was a was a kind of a pivotal year because that's when princess angeline died um another couple of whales died so they're down to 72 um and i remember jpod like or the, the residents hadn't been seen in the san juans for I think it was the first time on record they weren't seen in the whole month of June, which was a little bit alarming. Um, and I remember it was like July 5th they came in um, and they were on the west side of San Juan. And then July 6th was my first encounter with them since I saw them as a 18 year old in 2016 when I went up there to kayak with killer whales. That's a whole other story. <laughs> um but that was pretty incredible. Obviously, that was the year that we had the pretty intense guidelines. So there's only like um, a couple of boats on scene at a time. You had to stay 300 meters away. And, you know, that was just that was the restrictions. You couldn't watch them in Canada that year. So even if they went up into Canada, you couldn't watch them. Why um, was that? Canada just had a different set of guidelines than uh, the U.S. So... Huh. Yeah. Wasn't that the year um, they put in like the 400 meter rule in Canada? Uh, maybe that was this last year. No, I don't know. I'm pretty sure. Or maybe, maybe I'm getting confused. Maybe they were allowed to watch them in 2019. I don't think they were. In, I think in 2019, they were allowed to watch them. But in Canada, I think you have to stay. They had to stay 400 meters away. And then in 2020, they weren't allowed to watch them at all. Right. Yeah, no. well, the border with Canada was closed, so you couldn't cross into Canadian waters. No, no, I'm just, I, I'm saying, like, if you're, if you're, a, I'm pre, in 2019, if you're a boat from Canada, you could not go into U.S. waters, or you, you I'm pre, even, no, 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 that's totally it. When, in, when I worked there, sorry, um, Canada couldn't watch them, even when they were. No, it was in, it, it was in certain areas, and it was against like a, it was near like uh, a certain island that they couldn't watch them. Is what it was, and it was four hundred meters in other areas. Because I remember, because someone made a thing, and they like someone kind of said, "Yeah, it's near all the like rich houses that you can't go watch the boats." No, that or was watch the whales. You couldn't, you couldn't watch any whales there at all. But when the residents were in Canada, I'm pr and you say like say like you had the residents in Washington or in uh, in the U.S. and you were following them, and they went to Canadian waters. 
you couldn't keep following them. I'm pretty sure Canada had a set of rules that said like, like you cannot watch them in Can- Canadian waters. You can only watch them in U S waters and even Canadian boats couldn't come into the U S and watch them in the U S yep. waters. Oh, that's because I, I went all the way to, uh, past Nanaimo to see them you in Canada. You weren't watching residents. Oh, you're talking about just residents. Talking about residents. Uh, watch transients and stuff. Anyways. Um, so, that 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 first time they came in in July, um, I saw them on July sixth. I remember we were watching them on the west side of San Juan Island, and um, we were keeping our three hundred meter distance. You know, essentially at that at that range, they're a little black fin that breaks the surface of the water. Um, but I do remember it was like the best ocean experience I've ever had. Um, Onyx L eighty seven like came up out of nowhere like again we were like totally being responsible we were at a 300 meter distance and he came up and breached like three times next to us the first time i was just completely flabbergasted i didn't even lift up my camera i was just like in shock (laughs) second time the second time i tried to get a photo but completely messed it up and i was like he was so close that like i barely got him in frame and like it was totally out of focus but the third time was like the best time and he like came up and like right at me and it was like the most incredible experience ever. And I got this like awesome sequence of photos from it. Um, and believe it or not, that wasn't even the best part of that encounter. Right after that, he like um, was going back to the rest of the pod. Obviously this entire time we had our engines off too, just FYI. Um, and he like hit this wave and like rode this wave. And I swear he like turned on his side and like looked at me and I like I have this picture of it as well, um, but that was just an amazing connection that I felt that day with that particular whale. So, I mean, out of all the ocean encounters I've had, I think I've had, I think I've had two encounters like that. So, those are encounters you'll always remember. But, oh yeah, um, it's amazing when an when a whale or dolphin looks you in the eye, how much different the like, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. How much different the uh, what is the word I'm trying to say? The encounter. Yeah, the encounter is. Well, like, I I just think that that's that's like you're making a connection with the animal. Like seeing them is totally amazing as well. Just just seeing a killer whale in the wild or seeing J-Pod in the in the wild is incredible in itself. But when you have an experience like that where you like look into the eye of like this apex predator, it just like. I don't know. It really, really solidified my love for this. So after that, I was like, yep, yeah, um, if I wasn't hooked before, I'm hooked now. So That should be a topic um, for topic for next podcast. When did you get hooked or your most a, craziest movement a, out there? That's a, that's a good, it's a good one. But yeah, I mean, you know, the Pacific Northwest is one of the most beautiful places to whale watch and, and I hope it can continue there. Obviously there's a huge, problem fight there now i guess over you know whale watch companies watching whales the responsibility of that um the effect that we have on whales um and it's it's a huge argument one that i definitely don't agree with i think that whale watching should definitely continue in the pacific northwest and i think it's beneficial to the residents and and everything and if done responsibly you know it's it's a great way for a small economy to make money it's a way for the rest of the not even whale watching in the san juans just everything the san juans you know can profit off of that and you can look at it a million different ways but at the end of the day like it's it's necessary i think it's actually the best thing for conservation you're taking out people to make them exactly see these animals and love them more and actually want to do something so all these and save them yeah people who say it's the whale watchers who are the problem is like you're freaking need to be punched in the face you know it's like where do <laughs> people rough, ins- where do people inspire to people to save these animals you know like you know there's there's plenty of people like us around the world that are devoted to the ocean and and you know people aren't making like are sacrificing money and and livelihoods and whatever but at the end of the day it's what we love and at the end of the day it's it's where we feel at home and and impact in a way we feel impactful so just taking people out to see these animals is definitely something that i know all four of us um are really inspired by and and passionate about and just if you look at that fact alone taking that away from people is just i don't know pretty 
pretty lame. Lame. Yeah, let's just say that. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. There's an experience in the San Juans. I hope that uh, summed it up for you. If you can go there after the pandemic, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it's going to be a rough winter for Washington, but you know. It really is. When things open up again, it's a beautiful place. Yep, yep, yep. Kaylin, where the heck are you at? Yeah, where are you now? Where in the I'm hell in is... Charleston, South Carolina. Heck yeah. Finally Whoa. making some that progress, dude. That's my dog. Oh. Wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't hear from Lacey. Yeah. Yeah. I think her mom just got home. <laughs> So yeah, we've had we've had bottlenose dolphin. We actually had some bow ride long enough to take a video. I <laughs> saw you took a selfie with it too. Oh yeah, I got a good selfie with one. That one we were not going that fast, and it stuck with us for a while. So I was like, I'm gonna do my trick shot here. Yeah, trick shot. Eric and I used to take selfies together with, of, with, with whales molas. and dolphins and molas. <laughs> what else do we have? Actually, Caitlin and I have a... on the buoy. Caitlin and I have a breach oh, right. that. Caitlin with Monty shot a photo yeah. of, you, of you and I with uh, the humpback breaching. With the breaching humpback in the background. On yep. one of our like first trips with Discovery Whale Watch. Yeah. Did really? we have killer whale selfies later? No, me and you just had a lot of killer whale memorable. Yeah, I think we actually do have one. Oh, we no, it's, me, it's I think it's me and Tyler. The day me and you got wet was pretty well, funny. We were just running around the boat, and then we're like, we got splashed. We were so happy. Eric went, ah! He did an ad <laughs> My fingers went, <laughs> No, I, I, I actually went, we got wet. And I gave later a high five. It was really funny. So you're in North Carolina? South Carolina. South Carolina. Is there yep. a difference? One's south. Um, the further south you go, the less masks there are. Oh, jeez. So. Caitlin, it seems like you're in, like, really cool waterways to be, like, really pretty areas and lots of beautiful sunsets. Yeah, it's um the intercoastal waterway. A lot of it's like marshland, um, so it's like lots of tall grass, and then like occasionally we get into like little island areas and inlets and stuff. Um, and then like if we when we go to the marina, like we've been seeing lots of oak trees with like beautiful Spanish moss, and I'm like, where's the butterflies? Because that's like perfect habitat. Um. <laughs> And then, yeah, I mean, it's, like, calm water, and it's it's pretty good um, scenery and stuff for the most part. We had really good bird sightings today. We had a peregrine falcon follow the boat for a while. We had an osprey oh, fly nice. right over the bow with a fish in its talons. We've seen bald eagles every couple days. So it's been pretty good bird watching. Lots of um, American oyster catchers. Oh, nice. Do they have red beaks still? Yeah. 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 They're like, they look like an avocet, but like with a red bill. Uh. So, um. How about their wing beat? I've only seen seen them. Don't say it. (laughs) Adam doesn't even know. Neither does his dog. Look at his dog. Teach him later. (laughs) Yeah. This is a family friendly podcast. So you only got like 54 more uh, days to go. Five million more days to go. <laughs> oh, that's so literally um, brutal. The weather's pretty nice tomorrow, so I think we're gonna try and go outside and like run overnight. <laughs> go outside. Um, <laughs> and go out and cry at night. Yeah, we're gonna go out and cry at night, and hopefully wake up in the morning and be in Florida. I don't know. We'll see what happens. We might just Florida blow by Georgia. Heck yeah, dude! <laughs> you gonna go see some manatees? Yeah, I'm ready. Actually, you're going to be there at the perfect time. Now it's, like, cold. It's I really know, cold. but, like, are yeah. they on the Atlantic side, or are they all on the Gulf side? They're on oh, both yeah. sides, but if you want to get in the water with them, it's only legal around uh, Crystal River, Homosassa. Crystal River. What if I fall I, in? I did it there. Uh, I won't say anything. Oh, did you, Adam? What if I drop my sunglasses Shot and I have to jump in and get them? I literally Oof. swam with a giant baked potato, and it, like, rose from the depths, and it was, like, murky water, and I couldn't see anything. And then this giant baked potato came up and was, like, next to me, and I was like, hey, what's up? Did you, did you say, hey, what's up? I, on the, in the water, in my mask. You're and like, I started whoa, whoa, because, yeah. Did he answer you? He didn't. You better respond. I did see some whiskers. That was cool. <laughs> That's a little face. So, yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, but... 
hopefully we'll make it through the overnight run and we'll be in Florida and it'll be good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Also, have to, we have to think about our timing it. and get home for Christmas and do COVID tests and all that kind of stuff too. So we'll yeah. see what happens. Oh, that's right. Forget about that fun stuff. So uh, I also did something over the uh, last week or so. I actually did it twice. And this thing was watched the octopus teacher. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I know because talking before we started recording this podcast, Adam and Eric saw it. Caitlin, did you say you saw it too? No, I haven't watched it. Dang it. So we can or can't talk about it. We can't. If we talk about it, we'll give it away. I know. Caitlin looks sad. I mean, it's not really. I mean, honestly, there's <laughs> not really a plot to it, but we can't talk about the cool scenes. It's just yeah. a story, you know? Fine. Oh, All I'll say is I don't like pajama sharks. Yeah, pajama sharks. Pajama dumb. Leave them alone. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll just put that in the episode 63 notes to talk yeah, about it. And that's that. my homework assignment is to watch Octopus Teacher. Yeah. Okay. I have. I want to. I want to talk about a thing. Some things. Yeah, you do. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> He's been waiting all day for this. I'm waiting. All day. <laughs> okay. Sitting on pins and well, he can't take it anymore. First off, sightings before we went to the yard. Yeah, you're bunch all like, of... I haven't seen any whales. You big fat liar. Yeah, I'm a big fat liar. Um, <laughs> bunch of blue whales. They're they came back and they're like you know late season push bunch of blue whales we had like 10 of them we had like a bunch of fin whales too we probably had like a handful of fins before um i went to the yard and we also had this tiny little fin whale that was like 25 feet long he was so cute and then he came over to the boat and he, i like saw his eye and he was like what's up and then he left but he had like <laughs> he made like two close passes so that so was, it cool. was it like a newborn fin whale, twenty five feet long. Dude, he was literally like tiny, maybe thirty. It was a fin whale. A hundred percent. I have the I have the picture <laughs> of his right side uh, jaw. Jaw. <laughs> yeah, and it's all white. But it was like literally the smallest fin whale I've ever seen. Like he must have just separated from his mom. Hundred percent not a minky. Hundred percent not a minky whale. It was a fin whale. I'll show you pictures. Um, and then there's been some humpbacks around. But I think the coolest sighting that I've had recently is we were off of the western end of Santa Cruz Island in the Channel Islands. And it was a it was a day we had a double whale watch. We had a private in the morning and then a regular in the afternoon. And I was sitting there and I was like in on the flybridge and we had came into a pod of like two thousand dolphins. And I was sitting there just like looking down and like hanging out. And I look I like took a second look and I was like, what the heck is that? And it was a short beak common dolphin. And then I looked to my left and it was there was a long beak common dolphin. Oh and yeah, I was like, mixed pod. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Like I've never seen this. Wait, like, oh, you never seen was it? there one or was there No dude? Both there was pods. like there was there was a pod of two thousand and there were both it was both species. Was it like pockets of short beaks and a big group of long beaks? No, it was like completely intermixed. I've seen a mix before. It's I've not seen common, a mix before but too, but it was like yeah. 40 short beaks in a group of long beaks. No, it was like a thousand short beaks and like a thousand long beaks, and they were cruising together. And it was interesting when we first rolled up on them, they started stampeding. Um, and then I like didn't even think about it because I've never seen that before. And like I'm pretty sure we talked about this one of the last times I was on, and it was just like, yeah, like I've never seen them together. They totally act differently. They, I think they're totally two different species. But there you go. The natural world was like, screw you, man. Do what you want. <laughs> yeah. So that it, was pretty cool. You'll see it now that you notice it. Yeah, you'll notice it. It's some people say it's super rare, but. I've exactly like and, twice or so yeah and that's the thing like i started asking around like seed fauna and stuff and people were like no that like doesn't happen or like it happens it's it's extremely rare and like so, and somebody somebody like referenced this book of like dolphins and it was like oh no in this book it says dolphins <laughs> don't mix and i was like that's cute dolphins yeah, don't read the book dolphins, like, dolphins don't, don't read. read and i was like it's just like that's yeah. the beautiful thing about nature is that you think something is like finite and the world is like nah we just remember adam you are one of the few people who are lucky enough in the world to be on the water almost every day these guys are reading a book like 
You're, That's totally what it is. And yeah. it, it was really eye-opening to see yeah. people's reactions to it. Um, but that was really cool. And like, you know, it was like, you know, I was surrounded by blue whales and humpback whales all day, but like yeah. the dolphins was like, it just like blew my mind because I haven't seen that before. Yeah. A lot um, of stuff. The, lot the of other stuff reason here. why I think people are so adamant to like put it in writing that they don't intermix is because it's so hard to get a photo. Even then, I, I took and like, I granted, I was dealing with passengers and stuff and I couldn't really take photos the entire time we were with them. But the couple of photos I did get, it was like impossible to get the two together. I think I got one frame where they started taking off when we started taking off where like you could see a, a short beak in the corner and like a long beak in the middle. And it was kind of like a wider shot and it's kind of like blurry, but like you can still make it out. But people are like, oh, like that's not credible enough. Like that's not a clear enough shot. Like, yeah. okay. The people who tell um, you that this this doesn't happen are the same people who say that blue whales and fin whales never breach. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, really? There's a bunch of photos of them online breaching or like chin slapping or whatever. Exactly. Um, so that was pretty cool. Um, that was definitely the highlight to the end of my year. Obviously, besides seeing, you know, blue whales every day, that's pretty incredible as well, especially so late in the season. And now Eric stole them. Guess you might have to yeah. go to Monterey, Adam. You know That's what? True. I had a uh, pot, and I know I feel like I can even just like picture the day so vividly. We were on our way to Catalina, and I think this is—I barely was even getting into photography at the time. I was just a deckhand on the whale watch boat, and excuse me, we had a pot of offshore bottlenose, and they came over to the boat, and there was one common dolphin with them. <laughs> That's and then so I, I, I kind of remember sending it to Elisa at that time. I feel mm-hmm. like I sent it to her and her saying, like, sometimes they'll, like, take them in or something. Yeah. Yeah. But so, I was, I, and then, that's awesome. But when I when I posted that mixed pot on Facebook, people were, like, confirming that it was, like, a short beak and long beak pot. And I was like, yeah, I, I knew that. Like, you can look at the photos. <laughs> Like, but it was just, I don't know. It's just interesting. They're like, yep, I, I guess you're right. And I'm like, Facebook can be okay, kind of tricky. Cool. There's a, yeah, it totally yeah. is. There's um, a group of people in there that like to, yeah, I, I had the same thing happen earlier this summer with a whale who I think might be like ambidextrous. Um, he has like scuffing scars on both sides of his face, but like one side of the face, it's like more on the upper jaw, and on the other side of the face, it's more on the lower jaw. Mm. And, so people were like, those aren't scuffing scars. And I was like, well, then what are they from? They're like, it's just mud. And I was like, no, it's raw skin. Like, there's lots of barnacle scars on that side, like, from them being rubbed off. Like, but yeah, people are just like, no, they're not scuffing scars. Those are not classic scuffing scars. I'm like, then why does its face look like this? <laughs> so what Caitlin's talking about is, is, is something we like to say about gray whales is that you can tell if they're right-sided or left-sided. Because they have a lot of barnacles on them, and you'll see on one side of their face that the barnacles have been sloughed off or scraped off from feeding because they the way they turn and grab mud off the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, they uh, have a pre- preferential handedness. So they yeah. prefer to be on the right side or prefer to be on the left side, and it's pretty close to the same ratio that humans are left-handed humans. and right-handed. Yep. So, so the yeah. humpback whales in New England... Um, they also will scuff or feed on the bottom. They'll stir up sand lance out of the sediment and then eat them. They don't like suction like gray whales as far as I know, but um, they do dig a little bit to get the prey out. And so they will have these like raw red patches around their mouth um, from doing that because it's not like fine sand. Um, It's like shells and rocks and gravel and so they get a little beat up. And so we can see on the humpbacks, like, right-handedness or left-handedness because they have those marks. So, Facebook, yeah, it's a, you know, when yeah. you're opening it up to the ether about <laughs> opinions. Tough. Dude, and the same thing essentially happened to me when I uh, droned that fin, that fin whale blue whale hybrid. Yeah. People were like, oh, no, like, that's that's just a, a really dark blue whale. And then it was, like, actually like, confirmed as, like, a biopsy. Yeah, we literally have the genetics. <laughs> And people were like still denying it, and then other people were like, like, or like the same people were like, oh, well, like I've seen a blue whale, fin whale hybrid, so like, my why isn't mine legit? And it's like, 
I don't know, man. I just taking photos and posting them on the on, Listen, online. I talked. <laughs> I talked to the king of yeah, blue whale bl- fin whale hybrids. Literally, and he said it's he said, for sure. Yes, that's so, why face, Facebook is so funny. You got the typical like I did my research on, you know, on Facebook, and it said. But don't forget, Adam, you're actually out in the water every day. And like, and you got to look at a lot of the things we learn are out in the water from lectures, conferences and stuff like that. There's not many schools out there where you can take a cetacean class and pass yeah, it, totally. you know, and don't forget, we're also in a science. And I have always told people, especially younger guys like, like you, if anyone tells you they know everything, you know, it's, it's, we're scientists. We we we're doing this because we don't know everything, you know. Exactly. Like, and that's this, what's uh, awesome about something new every day. Hundred yeah. percent. We had this uh, we had this passenger on the other day, and he was sticking his head in the wheelhouse and asking me about killer whales. And I started talking to him about it, and then he like pulled his wife in there. He's like, "Hey, like this guy's a killer whale expert. You should talk to him." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, hey, man, like I am no expert at all. Yeah, I just exactly. like, so I studied them whenever I can, but like." <laughs> I'm not an expert. I just take photos of them <laughs> and I love them and I scream at them. Yeah. So, and he cries at them. I scream and I cry and cry at, them. at them and say hi to them. Hey. Yeah. So. Did you guys ever yeah. see a video of like a common dolphin being rescued by Four Ocean? It looks like some type of common dolphin. Like it was it, on the beach? No. It was like they were like cleaning up plastic and it was like in the plastic. Like uh, like in this like plastic garbage patch, oh. Oh, and it ha- oh. you saw it, Adam? No, no, I haven't. Oh my gosh, I had to send. I I refreshed uh-huh. the page and it went away. Well, it it had its like rostrum wrapped, and then it also had the tail like wrapped around like the little peduncle, like right before the tail fluke, you know. And then it uh, had a huge cookie cutter shark bite out of it, like a big, oh. pretty big one. And so yeah, and it was the cookie cutter shark bite was fresh because it was bleeding. Um, but they ended up taking everything off and letting it back in the water. But it's just like, how likely if the pod left it, you know, and they're like miles away or who knows how far, if it's been days, you think it yeah. could find its pod or like what, you know? Yeah, I don't know. Um, speaking of common dolphin rescues, um, there was a news article recently in just one of the local Santa Barbara news companies that was like, oh, there's a cute dolphin swimming around in the Santa Barbara Harbor. Um, and so it was this big thing and everybody went to go see it. Um, in reality, kind of a sad story. Um, the dolphin is just swimming in right circles and just, mm-hmm. and it's been, it's been doing that for a week and a half. And I think it's still there. Um, but obviously there's something going on neurologically there. Um, Aww, and something's, something's not, something's not right. Um, and, um, I don't want to get into it too much, but essentially people, you know, when this, when they see something like that, they want you to save it. Right. And you're like, you know, we, people can try their best to save things like that in certain situations. But, um, at the end of the day, you probably have to like euthanize an animal like that. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, which, you don't see too many common dolphins in captivity because there's plenty exactly. of them, but I don't think they do so well in an aquarium. They definitely place. don't. Especially, yeah, those lo- those species that are found in like large numbers of pods, like very social, definitely don't do well in captivity. Um, but I, I think there's a certain degree of which like people or like news companies portray something as one way, and obviously there's another one. Like I saw this other article from I think it was a few years ago. You get, have you guys seen that video of um of that fisherman jumping on the back of a humpback humpback whale to try and? Save I literally it watched that video today. I saw, I saw it today, too. It's been going around, and I hadn't seen it before. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, these news companies are portraying this guy as, like, some hero. And I was like, this guy literally could have gotten killed. And, like, this is yeah. not the way to go about it, you know? Yeah. So yeah. the comments say back he's to a hero. Facebook and do things. like yeah. 700 That's comments the thing. on there and saying, just like, like, oh, my I'm God, just... this guy deserves a reward. I mean, yeah, he really just... did save the animal, let's be real. But it, did he do it a stupid way? Yes, 100%. But he really did save the animal, so it's like he—he's a dummy for risking it's his just, life. For it's sure. just you don't—you don't want people to do it that way. Yeah. And I'm not saying like you know worse or like the entanglement team is—you know—they're certified and trained people that can do this. And they have the versus right some, and they're legally the only ones that are allowed to do it. Um, I don't know. There's just there's just this fine line between like. 
news companies and Facebook and like all of these things and like oh, the, and you see so the always tail, be sure to do your own research and like yeah dude that was sketchy but when um, the tail goes I didn't even listen to the sound and I read the comments of them saying like your friend on the boat is like screaming or whatever and like the, you see the fluke just fly up at the face and I'm like oh my god almost hit him so I guess what I'm trying to say is just make sure to do your own research. Don't just yeah. believe things that news companies or Facebook people are telling you because that's not always how it turns out. So, from the media, yeah, they just want the stuff that's, you know, that's just going to get the hype. Like the, 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 the humpback that swallowed the people, you know, it's like, oh, mm-hmm. there, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I, I have one last piece of like yeah. newsworthy stuff. All right, talk about that and then I'll, I want to say something because it's about that. Oh, okay. So, uh, when was this? This was November 4th, so the first week of November in Avila Beach. Um, two whale watchers had a close encounter while kayaking off the coast of Avila Beach that they will never forget, is what the news article says. <laughs> um, so, there's a couple different, actually, there's several angles of video from this encounter. So, if you do want to look it up, um, you can just type in, like, Avila Beach kayaker and whale yeah i'm sure it'll pop up immediately (laughs) like this person is like over the top of a bait ball and it starts boiling and then the whale's mouth comes up and like perfectly puts the kayak between the upper and lower jaw and then like tries to close it but then obviously it can't close its mouth and the person like falls out of the kayak and the person says i just keep thinking to myself I'm going to push, like, I'm going to push the whale out of the way. It was the weirdest thing. I'm Then I was thinking, I'm dead. I'm dead. <laughs> Next thing I know, I'm underwater. <laughs> and luckily, the, it seems like the whale and the people came out of the encounter unscathed um, for the most part. But, yeah, I mean, bait balls can move around fast. I get that. But, like, just, you really just got to be careful. Like... I mean, there's a. I feel like there's a reason there's a, not a lot of kayak with whales. You know, eco tour <laughs> companies <laughs> like you're doing it from the safety of a boat for the most part. Well, and also like the logistics of paddling out and seeing whales, and then the weather conditions being appropriate for beginning kayakers that's, and all that kind of. That's stuff. That's the crazy thing about Avila Beach. Like, I've been there tw- once for whale watching. And we literally had like lunch feeding humpbacks like a quarter mile from shore. Like, yeah, I'm right sure it happens in Moss Landing too, but yeah. you can't always safely paddle out of Moss Landing Harbor. But even so, I feel like you know, maybe it would be better if there was a kayak with whales company there so you could do it responsibly and have tour guides that can see when the whales are feeding and, and can see the birds of head and can guesstimate where the bait ball is yeah. and and keep you at a distance where you're not <laughs> gonna put yourself in a situation like one that. thing that i noticed that thing, happened that was a thing in moss landing until tom musto got breached on yeah but yeah. one thing i've noticed adam you probably heard this since you actually did this stuff you know kayaking and stuff like that but like some mm-hmm. of these people have this impression that it's better for the whales you know because you're quiet you don't have an engine but the thing yeah. is too quiet is actually not exactly. good sometimes because the whale doesn't know where you are. Because I noticed the experienced guys literally every few seconds will, will literally just bang, bang the paddle, you know, <laughs> along the kayak just so the whale knows where you are. Especially if you're going to do something so silly like sit on top of a bait bowl, you know. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, and I've had people like tell me like, oh, you know, it's, like, it wasn't the lady's fault. I'm like, yeah, of course. like I don't think it was necessarily her fault, but at the same time, that group of kayakers was out there for a reason. They're out there to kayak with whales. Yeah. You know? And so whatever but sitting in the middle of its food is not a good idea. <laughs> it's no. definitely not a good idea. And again, like, you know, I'm sure those people had no idea what was really happening. I'm sure, you know, they saw spouts offshore or something and they went out there to kayak with them. But so I don't know. I, that's, I think that's a good question of just like, um, would that be a better situation if there was an actual equal tour company out there? But I don't know. It's a tough situation, you know. So you had a comment about the the news story, though, Slater. For what were you going to say before I interrupted you? About Villa Beach. Yeah. Um, yes. 
Or oh, just about, so like, many people I've had in the news. Well, no, so many questions or uh, so many people have reached out and said like, oh, my God. No, I've talked to people like playing video games or out in wherever I am. Yeah, and they're like, everybody... you see that whale swallow the humpback? Because, <laughs> you know, I'm like the whale swallow guy, people. right? Like when like to people that I know in family and stuff. Right. So they're like, did you see that whale swallow the humpback? And or, I mean, that humpback swallow the girl. And I'm like. Yeah, they're like, could they swallow her? And then I have to explain to them that the, you know, the throat is only like the size of like a grapefruit or a little bigger, right? And so then they're like, oh, <laughs> it's just like I, I've really answered that question so many times, or like that, like, like, no, they can't actually swallow the humpback, the person. Pitch yeah, it, person. pitch it, pitch no. it. Yeah, I will pitch it. You turkey waffles. I just got my twenty-one <laughs> calendars in the mail. Is 2021 going to be a year where we use our calendars? Yeah. You're going to write, oh, you're going to stay inside or... Monday through Friday, and then on Saturday, yeah. Sunday, you're going to stay inside again. <laughs> I have five left, so. You only, you only have five, five left? left? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Impressive. So, yeah, literally exactly, I think exactly five as of right now. So, if you hear this podcast and you get to the end, yeah. Buy my calendar. <laughs> so I have one last piece of whale news. Um, so the first North Atlantic right whale calf of the season has been documented. Unfortunately, it was documented dead. No. Yeah. So it washed up on the shore of North Carolina um, on the 23rd of November is when this press release is from um, that Noah put out. And they suspect that the animal died during or shortly after birth. And it is it is on the early side. So um, something must have gone wrong with mom or with the calf. Um, so that's too bad to start the calving season on that note. But hopefully pretty soon we're going to be getting um, news of, of healthy births. And that'll be, that'll be better. But fingers crossed for them. I think the latest estimate i saw from noah also is 366 uh, for the north the atlantic upper, right whale i'll have down. to see if i can find the verified information but it's on it's it was a lot further under 400 than i thought so mm. we'll see what happens um as the aerial surveys go out all winter and try and document them during breeding season so yeah, sorry well, to end on some sad news. At least there's more North Atlantic right whales than there is North Pacific right whales. Yeah, that's yeah. positive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I hope we're, you know, I hope we're learning some <laughs> lessons so we don't, you know, let it get to be too late. Do you think it's too late for the North Pacific right whale? I don't know. I mean, they saw one in California a couple of years ago, which was wild crazy playing in the surf I, mean, I think that out of, out of all the animals i could ever see in my entire life i would freak out the most i see in north pacific right whale oh i'm sorry but i have to go with the bowhead whale i mean that's pretty but dude could you imagine just being on a whale watch in like santa barbara or like monterey and you're like oh, yeah it's like a weird spout and then you go up to it and it's a freaking right whale and you're like oh, there's like 20 of these things that that is why it would be so amazing. But like a whale, I really want to see is a bowhead whale. I don't know why. I just I think gotcha. they're so like. I don't know. I mean, I'm crying right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I'd freak out to see like because one you're probably gonna see it next to an iceberg, which is even crazier. And then you'll really cry. You know what I mean? And you know me. I always want to get the ice with the whales. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know if you guys know this about Slater, but his thing is like whales with ice. No whales with ice. And I have like seen it zero times. So. He's gonna just throw. He's gonna throw ice cubes in the water during gray whale season, so he can get like, whales with ice. Hills with snow in Iceland with humpbacks. Wait, wait, say that again. When you were in Iceland, you didn't. You, you oh, didn't no. get humpbacks with. It was just a little slightly off angle, and you could see the tip of the snow caps on the left. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, there's a lot of snow there. <laughs> I'll try to find that photo and I'll put it in a Patreon. I have Mount Baker with like I think J Pod. Oh. oh, I have Mount Baker with uh, some transients. Does that count? The snow's really, really that's far. Does not away. count. That's that's where we're drawing the line here. It is I have Mount Baker with a whale too, 
and they were like purposely trying to line it up for me and uh it was actually my first time up there and it was raining so we ended up leaving too i was like we were it was like end of the trip but um no the, the, it definitely needs to be within like a quarter mile of the animal and and I think a mile Californians can go for oh a quarter mile you can get like mount See, wilson with actually <laughs> gray like, whales. well mark gerardo has gray whales with like you know the um yeah. what is, what's right behind us eric saddleback this year in saddleback is, yeah is... saddleback covered yeah yeah I have Saddleback and offshore killer whales. I was like, that's cool. You know, it's Orange County. People actually comment on Mark's photos and they were like, this is Photoshop. Why would you do that? And it was like a real photo too. And it was like, it's just kind of funny. Like, (laughs) oh my God, he got a pier, a whale, and snow in the background. And they were like, it's all Photoshopped. Photoshop. (laughs) It's called a telephoto effect. You know how I feel about the uh, Photoshopping wildlife. I do not. We don't do that. We don't do that in these streets. I don't mind that or you know Ooh. turn it into an X-ray, whatever looking weird photo edit. Dude. I don't care about that. Dude. But if you add a bird or a turkey or like some, you know, eagles flying by in the background that we're not even in the same country of that animal <laughs> or a lightning bolt. I'm sorry, it's just I can't. I can't a lightning bolt. No, dude. Uh, I'm saying it, dude. I'm going out there on a limb. This guy. Posted a photo of a humpback breaching, and then like two days later, posted the same hump, like same sequence, and then he had a lightning bolt. And I wrote it to him. I was like, "Oh, you got lightning with a humpback?" And he goes, "Well, it was the same day." And I'm like, "Dude, everyone is sharing this photo, and they think you actually got lightning with a humpback." Like, Dude. and you did, and you, if you don't, if you don't put that, it's a composite. Like, if you put it to composite, it still bothers me. But yeah. <laughs> like, it's. You know, <laughs> Yeah. We, we go out on the water every single day for you know five years and we hope to get like you know a snowflake with an animal and then you know this guy puts a lightning bolt in there and just makes you look like a photoshop yeah. <laughs> dude i remember seeing this one photo of a humpback breaching with the aurora lights in the background yeah and people kept it. sending it to me and, and they're like oh my gosh this is the sickest photo ever i'm like you couldn't even get that if you tried. We could like, do a long exposure. A long exposure of a <laughs> yeah. humpback breaching. Humpbacks and it's have really good still. hang time, like yeah. thirty yeah, second exactly. hang time, guys. <laughs> In a spotlight flashlight, the guys go say, "I had a tripod, okay? Yeah, on a boat. <laughs> on a yeah, on a moving boat. The tripod. The tripod on a boat. I got it. <laughs> the boat had a <laughs> stabilizer. Gy- yeah, I had one of those gyros. <laughs> the humpback breached for a minute straight. Oh, people are funny, man. It Whatever you can do to go viral, right? It could happen. Hey, It'll you know go viral. what? Viral, what sucks? Yeah. If I get lightning and a ba- breaching humpback, I don't, it could be a breaching mola mola, and I, I will, which is actually harder <laughs> to sell. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say, I feel like that's even harder to see. <laughs> you imagine like a, 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 like actually lightning strike hitting a mola mola in there, <laughs> <laughs> and then a sea lion like waiting to catch it. <laughs> Dude, fried mola? That sounds tasty. Uh, ew. <laughs> like straight bones. Yeah, I know. All right, uh, you guys. This is a good podcast. I'm excited about this. Good one. one. We talked about a lot of things. This is a long podcast. I think it's over an hour. Yeah. Good. Give the people what they want. Give the people. Speaking what of which, um, if you guys else? have topics you want yeah. to suggest to us, send them our way. And if you're a Patreon member, that was part of the one of the tiers is, you know, sending in topics that you want to hear us talk about. So you could also send them in there as well. Yeah. Message us on Patreon or on Instagram. You can even message us on Facebook. Um, any of those platforms, just search Whale Nerds. You can find my MySpace. Check me out on MySpace. You have a MySpace? I thought you weren't old enough. He was not old enough, dude. That's still around. Enough. MySpace honestly taught people HTML like back in the day. Yeah, dude. Like, slightly taught them coding to. Yeah, like, you guys in my top college. eight. You can <laughs> send me an AOL message. Yeah, are you uh, guys in my top eight? You get mad and you just put like one band as your top one. <laughs> we can take so chat. Just Tom. Yeah. What song will play when you guys like go into my profile? Oh my god. <laughs> your profile, the dress. My MySpace. My MySpace. Probably. Or my humps. My humps. Oh, gosh, that's, no, that's, that's Adam, bad. actually. Mine will <laughs> be right. uh, probably like Umbrella, I think. Yeah. Either well, that think... or the Jurassic Park theme Oops. song. <laughs> I was trying to cut you off. I was going to say, I think we'll end it here. <laughs> <laughs> I think Slater's over MySpace. 
I think at this point we should end it here. Well, Adam, we know us three know that when we start talking about know, you just start talking. waffles in MySpace and you know We're not things that are on the ocean, we gotta go to rails. bed. You gotta go to bed. I got you. I got you. I'm um, still learning. Thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast. And we've seen a lot of growth on our Instagram over the last week. Uh, like literally like hundreds of followers. So thank you all for following us on Instagram. I think we're starting to post on Facebook. Uh, I know Adam and I talked about taking some days on there. We should all probably take some days posting on Facebook just like we are with Instagram. And uh, yeah, thank you. Oh, I did get a new mic. I haven't heard myself talk on it yet, so I don't know if it sounded better. Hopefully you sound good. You sound, a lot be- you sound a lot better. Yeah. Okay, yeah, because I listened to the last episode. I edited it, and I was like, oh, wow, okay. You, can't yeah, you don't sound like a podcast. turkey burger anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you can cancel me off this podcast. So, uh, yeah, thank you to our Patreon members for the support because we were able to get myself a, um, a microphone, and then once Caitlin gets back from this long adventure and <laughs> taking his boat delivery – um, we're gonna get her one. Adam will get one eventually, and uh, Eric already has one because he's a boss. Boss. Yeah. So, yeah, so. thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for your support and for following along with us. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. See ya.